Kevin Durant can guard a point guard, a shooting guard, a small forward, a power forward, and a center. Yeah, okay, I'm not. I'm not saying. No, he could guard. He could not guard a center. I, I, I'm, so not saying, not, yeah. I'm not saying. I'm not I saying mean, he'll start. I'm not saying he'll start. If you put him on, if you, if Joel Embiid is in the post with someone, would you rather Draymond Green there or Kevin Durant? Because if Kevin, it's Kevin Durant, he's getting Kevin Durant. He's getting pushed into the I mean, third row, man. Is is uh, uh, Joel Embiid not seven one, seven two? I think he's seven two. Seven yeah, two. okay. I'd rather have someone like. Would you have someone with six seven or a seven, almost seven feet, more than seven feet? Literally. I'd rather someone who's stronger, someone who weighs more. I mean, Joel weighs two twenty five. So I'm not jo- taking. Jo- Joel and Embiid will literally all he has to do is literally go up and he'll be able. To, what's his name? Draymond Green. Turn around and just shoot. Yeah, Draymond Green won't even be able to. You know. I'd rather I'd rather someone try and contest this shot than someone just getting. But then someone not even being there because if Kevin Durant, well, no one really manhandles Kevin Durant though. I think that's more of a myth. I've never really seen people just manhandle him. Like I think that's what people just assume because of his skinny frame. But no, I've, seen, I've seen it multiple times. By who? When when I've have you seen him getting actually people. manhandled? Like pushed on I the ground, fell on the ground. I've seen him get manhandled multiple times by players by like Joel Embiid, Boogie Cousins. I've seen it happen all the time. It's just like it doesn't, have, it doesn't have to fall to be manhandled. He just has to get knocked over. Knocked to the side and just get bullied a little, and he does. That's not even bullied. true because let's be honest. But I've seen him. But I've seen him block Boogie Cousins too, and I've seen that, him block Dwight Howard, and I've seen I've him seen block him. Joel Embiid. I've seen him block all these centers. I've seen him actually block Rudy Gobert as well. And, I've seen and, so, and, and Nate Robinson. No, let's I've be seen honest. Nate Robinson block Yao it's, Ming. So what? it's twenty. It's twenty eighteen. You're really telling me that you that's, can really yo, knock? Bro, that's the most irrelevant point I've ever seen in my yeah, life. It's, the it's Nate tw- Robinson it, one. It's 2018, and you're telling me that you can knock someone over and it's not going to be a foul? You got a foul yeah. for touching the other player. There's no such thing as knock someone over. There's no such th- let's be honest here. It's 2018. There's no such thing as That's bullying. Really. There's, no, there's, like, there's no such thing That's as true. bullying. I'm not, I'm not saying knock him over per se. I'm just saying, like, honestly, all he has to do is put him in the post, and he can get him right into the rim and just dunk on him. That's it. Uh, if players really wanted to, like, they could I, do that. I, sure. Wait, yeah. when is Kevin Rango dunked on, like, Properly, like he has, I know he has, but it doesn't happen like every single day, like, like no, the no, way that no, you're no, talking no, about it. It doesn't have to happen every day. Like I, I, you're saying that you can take Le- Kevin Durant to the post and you can dunk on him, right? Me? Yeah, you know, you just said that, right? Not me. No, no, he's no, saying no, other things. Like, <laughs> no, I'm saying you just said that. I'm saying, I'm saying you just said that, right? I could try, but I don't no, 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 I, no. I'm saying you just said other person can do that, right? For sure, yeah. Players okay, if, if they if they could do it, why don't they do it? Players do. I haven't seen. When has he got dunked on? Larry Nance dunked on him. Unless, unless it's a transition. That was a transition. That was a transition. That was, that was, a, that was a transition dunk. That's if true. that's the case, any I think Michael Jordan's got dunked on. I think everyone's been dunked on. Let's be real. You know, yeah. We can't, we can't like talk about. So the problem with this argument is like you can't really talk about single instances because it really doesn't prove anything. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like yeah, kinda gotta, you kind of got to have like a lot of evidence to back up points. So let's just go to like overall defensive player of the year. You guys pick KD. That's cool. That's honestly I pick I pick KD and Kawhi. I want I personally want KD to win. I think he deserves it. I think he's definitely gonna prove himself. But I'm just not sure how it's all gonna work out because his team is extremely, extremely stacked now, right? So yeah, I'm not sure honestly, how it's gonna come when you have come when with a lot of good yeah. defenders it's hard to like be an individually Especially when Boogie comes, yeah. Like Boogie comes, it's gonna be a completely different story. I mean, guys, we just got disconnected, so we're gonna move on to most improved player this season. So, one of you guys just started off. Pretty started. 
I personally think uh, a lot of players are for grabs. But for example, last year is Victor Oladipo. I think this year, who I think is going to win it is going to be D'Angelo Russell. I believe he's going to completely like one of the fresh new stars. I believe he's definitely gonna. He's definitely motivated, and I think he's gonna add a lot to the table. I already believe he's a great player. I just think last year after his injury, he never got a lot of time to prove himself. He never got as many touches and as many minutes. But now he's almost gonna be the focal point of the team, and I think he's gonna add a lot to the team. He's gonna his scoring should go up definitely. He averaged like 15 points, 15.2 points last year, I believe. Like now he could be easily bump it up to almost 18, 19 points. He's always a magnificent playmaker. I think he's going to almost average like six to seven assists and rebounds. He's an underrated rebounder. He's not going to, like, obviously average a triple double or anything. Give us maybe four or five rebounds. And overall, the, he's going to make the, the better team. Not a playoff contender for sure. Not even a playoff team. But I think this should be maybe 11th or 10th, 10th or 11th. All right, you just gotta, you got to, like, stop moving around because it's like. Yeah, I can't hear you, dude. Put your phone down because it's like we can't really hear you. Yeah, you're gonna. But okay, so D'Angelo Russell. Yeah, what do you think? I had a tough time with this one because there's a lot of players. The way I like to think about it is, I'm usually going with like a player is going into their second or third season. Same, same, same. Yeah, so I chose. I ended up choosing Lowry Markkinen because honestly, he was a player that I enjoyed watching last season as a shooter and competitor, and. He averaged, I think, around 15 points per game, and I could see him bumping that up to, like, about 20 points per game and really improving his overall game. The only problem with this game is his facilitating the ball because he only averaged 1.2 assists last season. But honestly, his team did get better last season after adding, like, Zach Levine back from his ACL injury and stuff. And they got Parker now. They got Parker now. And they got Jabari Parker. So it's going to be tough to get a lot of minutes, but – I hope the best for him, to be honest. For me personally, I'm going to have to go Alonzo Ball. Um, honestly, the amount of hate that the young man got last season, I mean, I mean, yeah, it is because of his dad. His dad was, you know, he's a big mouth and he said, my son's this, my son's that, he's better than, you know, all that kind of crazy talk. And I know it was for publicity and I get it. I mean, I understand. And, but at the end of the day, honestly, Alonzo Ball, he actually had a pretty decent rookie season. Yeah. I believe 10, 6.2, and 7. Um, I think if you guys saw the recent video, Alonzo Ball changed his shot. And yeah. uh, if you actually look at it, the mechanics. Yeah, okay, he's not a perfect yeah, shot. Yeah, he changed the mechanics a yeah, little bit. Yeah, it looks a little yeah, more fluid. Yeah, yeah it, it's not the best shot. Don't get me wrong. It's not the best shot at all. But he did change it. And this last year which was not the best year for him, not the worst. I mean, it's a decent season. He averaged 10 points. What do you think he can do with a brand-new jump shot? You got a brand-new player in LeBron James that, honestly, I'm really excited to see how. this Lonzo Ball is the best pure pure point guard, just as a facilitator, facilitator that LeBron has ever played in his career. You he also can... have Rondo, too, which is going to be tough for Lonzo's minutes. So, yeah, but hope he doesn't I, get a big dip. I think it's going to I think it's going to at the end of the day, uh, Lonzo is the future point guard of the Lakers. There's no way that they're going to just, you know, just throw him under the seat and put Rondo. Oh, yeah, as for the... sure, yeah. For I mean, sure. yeah. I think you got to think about the shoot. Yeah, like we said about Rondo. I mean, Rondo's going to help uh, – uh, Rondo's going to help Lonzo Ball in terms of – they already are very high IQ players, but he's going to help yeah. him in terms of – I know that Lonzo, uh, Rondo is going to be guarding Lonzo full court. 
he's not gonna give. That's the nature of uh, Rajan Rondo. He's not gonna give it to you, and he's gonna make. He's gonna push Lonzo to the next level, to the next, you know, to the the the, the, the most that Lonzo could be. And I feel like yeah. not with Lonzo improving his shot. I think he'd average an easy 15, 16 points a game. He can, you know, say, you know, average a bit, maybe a few more assists, and you know, with the rebounds. I mean, especially with LeBron saying, "I want to be off the ball." I think that that's really big for Lonzo because it it can it, it would be really hard for Lonzo to be off ball right now in his career because he yeah. doesn't have the mechanics uh, and the he has the skill. We all saw in college how he was shooting, but it's not transitioned into the NBA perfectly yet. But with LeBron saying I'm off ball, that's perfect for Lonzo Ball. I mean, he's in the, he's like the he's the quarterback of uh, the Lakers, and I feel like you know what the kid has a ton of potential. Ten six and ten six and ten six and seven as a rookie, I think that's like really really good. And I think it's almost ten seven seven. Ten seven and seven, pretty much, yeah. And I I really believe that this guy has what it takes. Did you pick? Did well, you pick D'Angelo Russell or Lonzo Ball for most improved player? I picked Lonzo Ball and Purdy picked. Uh, I picked D'Angelo Russell. Okay. All right. All right. So you guys want to do player under twenty two? You want to start a team? Sure. Yeah, sure. You start it off. Should I start it off? Go ahead. I think he. I think he should. You want me to start? Um, yeah. Yeah. You start it off. Sure. All right. I'll go with. I'm gonna go with Ben Simmons. For okay. obvious reason is he's. A, almost a seven foot tall point guard, and he's very young. He's 22 years old, actually. And last season, he averaged 16, 8, and 8, which yeah. is basically like he's kind of him and Lonzo Ball are actually very similar, except Ben Simmons is a bigger body, a bit taller. He will become a better defender. And the only thing holding him back is his jump shot, for sure. But if he develops a jump shot, he will be a perennial superstar in the league. I think Ben Simmons is a really good player. I I agree with everything that you said. You're hundred yeah. percent. You're hundred percent correct. The only yeah. thing about Ben Simmons that really, it's not I dislike, but I think he, I feel like he thinks he's better than he actually is. That's that's actually just nails it. That's exactly like, what I was going to say. Like, yeah, he I, might be a bit overrated actually too. From like. Like well, it sounds great... like people think he's like a for sure superstar, but he's still got to develop. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, like yeah. He, he's a great player. Don't get me wrong, and I really like Philadelphia. Like, I'm a I'm a huge Joel Embiid fan, right? And I yeah. I think that they're both really good players. But Dale was, I mean, especially Ben Simmons, right? I mean, what's he really done? Even ben, uh, Joel Embiid, in my opinion, like I think, oh, I think, for sure, Joel Embiid is better than Ben Simmons that you right now. Would you guys yeah. right now? Yeah, yeah. I would, I would agree as well. Yeah, but yeah. Ben Simmons, in my opinion, he, I, I, I don't know. I just see something that I, I, it's really irritating to me how, I think he thinks that he's better than he actually is. Yeah, but he's a great player. To be honest with you, uh, I think like he's a future MVP. Potentially, MVP. yeah. Joel Embiid is. Above I think that's a that's a bold prediction, MVP, but it definitely can be true for sure. Who would you go for, Jake? He averaged, he averaged 16. What, what did he average again? What were you saying? 16, 16 8, and 8, 8, and 8. 54% 16, shooting. 16, 8, and 8. And realistically, his rookie year. I mean, I don't really think it's his rookie year, but... And without a jump shot, too. Without a jump shot and being so young and having 16, 8, and 8, I really think that... Pretty, do you really don't think when he's 25, 26, he doesn't have... A, I could see him averaging 25, 10, yeah. 10, potentially. Like, like, if, if, yeah. 
if he gets a better jump shot, he's. I think, like, he has a very high chance of being the best in the league. Uh, in, this, in the future, I think yeah. I think a jump shot is one of the only things in the NBA that you could actually improve on mm. as an NBA player. Like you could, if you don't have a jump shot, like you could come in the league, develop one. But like for example, like IQ, like rebounding, rebound you can too. But I think IQ is one of the only things that you just have as a player naturally. You could obviously learn, but I think Ben Simmons is a great IQ, so I definitely think yeah. he's top players on that. What do you think for the future? I'm up for debate. I was actually going to go with Giannis, but he's 23, so well, I'll yeah. leave him out of the list, but. I'll probably go with Joel Embiid. I really, really like him, but the only problem with Joel Embiid is his health. Like, if I know he's going to be 100% healthy all the time, I would definitely go with him. I've We've honestly never, like, it's been a while since we've seen a center like Joel Embiid. He, he could shoot threes. He could do, honestly, everything. He can facilitate. He can defend. I think he's a really, really good defender as well. So, I think Joel Embiid definitely, I would definitely start my team with him. Actually, Joel Embiid's 24 because he got drafted in oh, 2014. Yeah, because he got oh, drafted wow. in 2014 and had the red season. <laughs> I didn't even know that. Oh, I come thought he was like yeah, 22. Come on, pretty. So like four years. Oh, yeah, wow. injured, that's, that's almost he, play, he got drafted <laughs> in 2014. He didn't play in 2015. He played 30 yeah. games in 2016, and then he only played 60 this year. So I mean, he, he's – dude, like 60 games, that's that, – I mean, obviously that's not – the whole season or anything, but I mean, he's really going up. I, I just mean, assumed because like playing time, because he hasn't really had like he's yeah, only played yeah. for two seasons. That's what I thought you meant. I think he can. He's a great player, honestly. Uh, what are you picking, Jag? Well, then Pradeep should uh, re-answer because clearly his player is not twenty-two. Yeah, you should. You choose one, and then he'll rethink of it. Honestly, yeah, I'll rethink of um, it. Yeah. I'm gonna go with uh, Jason Tatum. Uh, I think he's a great, great player. We saw the damage he did the last play. I mean, okay, I, I, you got to factor in. Jason Tatum is a rare talent. I mean, Jason Tatum, he can, he will guard your best player. He's not gonna shy down. He will guard the best player. He can. He has a good jump shot. Yeah. Ben Simmons is a better passer than him, 100%. Ben Simmons is... He's a point guard. That's just what he does. Yeah. But I think as an overall, Jason James is better. And we saw... Okay. I, I'm not... Yeah. I do, Stats obviously do matter at the end of the day. But if you look at just playing-wise and you forget the stats and you watch last year's playoffs and you watch uh, Ben Simmons and his... Philadelphia, and then you watch Jason Tatum and the Boston Celtics, you'll see that Jason Tatum lifted his Celtics team. And without Kyrie Irving and Gordon Hayward, and you know what? Ben Simmons, he, he, he has the ball at all times. He's, he's their main point guard. He's their star player. I mean, yeah, Joel Embiid is also there, but he, he has the ball majority of the times. He, he, he does it all, right? Ben Simmons, yeah, yeah. I mean, Ben Simmons does it all. Jason Tatum doesn't always have the ball. Jason Tatum's like, Works off the ball. He does a lot of other things. He doesn't have to just need. Jason Tatum doesn't need the ball in his hands to be a factor. Ben Simmons needs the ball in his hands to be a factor. Jason Tatum. Jason Tatum has a mamba mentality. I mean, to be honest with you, I mean, Jason Tatum. Yeah. Ben Simmons had one point in a playoff game. One point yeah, that's, in a playoff. That's something that was. Yeah, Jason, that, was, Jason, that was embarrassing. Ben Simmons had one. Yeah, that was a bad game. It's worse than a bad game. But Ben Simmons scored one. Ben Simmons scored one point in a freaking playoff game. 
when he has the ball in his hands majority of the time. That's unacceptable. Get, get... Actually, I can actually pull up those stats for you. So, in the five games they played against Boston, he had nine, 18 points, 19, 16, 18, and then one game he had one point. Okay. And in that game, he only took four shots and missed them all. And he really but didn't... That, that's what I mean. They that's... only lost by five, too. So, he really didn't, like, take over that game. That, 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 no, but that, 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 no, no, that's what I'm saying. Like, that's what I'm saying. Like, yeah. forget the stats and if you just watch them play. That, that's what I meant. Even if, you, even if you look at the stats, you'll see, like, when you watch that game, it was bad. But if you look at the stats, it's actually even worse. Yeah, so, yeah. and, and I, oh, yeah. Jason Tatum, like... He, I, I don't see him just taking four shots, regardless of if he, how yeah, many... he'll shoot, he'll try and shoot through. That's the mamba mentality. Yeah, and, and I really love that. I mean, he'll just, he'll just uh, end up getting a shot back. Like he'll keep on shooting until he gets a shot. Jason Tatum, Jason Tatum is a player that he'll never give up, and that's what I truly love about him. I mean, you're he never he's never gonna give up. And to be honest with you, Jason Tatum isn't a cocky player. I mean, no, he's not. He's humble. He's humble. He's really, really humble. Yeah. He, he, you know, he, he, he called Kobe Bryant. He, he's played yeah. with the Boston Celtics. He called a Laker legend to help him train, yeah. to help him, you know, take his talent to the next level. And, and honestly, Jason Tatum is honestly a rare talent, in my opinion. I mean, we saw what he was capable of last year. I mean, he, he dunked on King James, man. I mean. That you yeah, know he was, bumped that in. Was like, insane. He, he, Absolutely insane. He's just that was insane. But then he ended up losing. He shouldn't have gotten too cocky there. You know what? That's true. But one, if you're dunking, on I think. But that's that's, that's something. That's a highlight of his career. Whether he wins, loses, that he's gonna remember for the rest of his life. I think that actually developed him to him to a better, better player. Like I think that's gonna he's gonna look at that in the future and definitely be proud. I mean, that was I, insane. I mean, should be proud. Yeah. You have, to, you have normal people still talking about it, and that was months ago. I mean, of course, the people are gonna talk about it. I mean. His, For sure. His whole career. I, I think mean. my pick would definitely uh, – obviously, it was Joel Embiid first, but I didn't know he was 24. So, I think I would go with – I was going to go with Tatum as well, but I'm going to change it up a little bit and actually go with Donovan Mitchell. He's currently my favorite player, one of my oh, favorite yeah. players to watch. And I, believe, I believe he has the same traits as uh, Jason Tatum. Obviously, Jason Tatum is taller, better defender, etc. But I believe that he, uh, Donovan Mitchell is a pure scorer. Scorer, great scorer. Yeah, Spider exactly, and uh, he's 13th pick overall. He averaged 20 points as a rookie. That was that's insane. That's honestly, I think one of the last people to do that was I believe it was Carmelo, and, and 20 points as a. Was it was it Carmelo? Or was it or was it Kevin? Durant? Yeah. Can't remember. Well, one of the things I really liked about Donovan Mitchell was um, when a star player like Gordon Hayward left the Utah Jazz, and everyone thought yeah. that, you know, oh, they're not going to be that good, they're not going to make the playoffs, they're going to be trash, etc. Yeah. Right? I mean, everyone thought that, let's be honest. You yeah. have a rookie. I mean, th- th- this is what really I felt why Donovan Mitchell should have got rookie of the year over Ben Simmons. Ben Simmons had a whole year to learn the, the, the Sixers system, to get, you know interact with the players, you know, yeah. coaching staff, living the NBA lifestyle, the cooks getting up at this time, doing all that, everything. He, he, he knew what he was getting himself into. You, Donovan Mitchell came into us, came into the NBA. So he had to learn yeah. what the NBA is all about. He had to mm-hmm. go into the Utah Jazz system that he never had any idea about. Build his chemistry with the players. Do all that. He he started fresh. Like he didn't. He never knew what he was getting himself into. Rather, Ben Simmons knew exactly what he was getting himself into, and he just had to go out there and ball now. But Utah Jazz. And he essentially took over the team. He took over the team. I mean, you, like everyone said. Gordon Hayward left. Oh, they're going to be trashing this, that, and this guy took them, and he beat 
Paul George, Carmelo Anthony, and Russell Westbrook in the Oklahoma City Thunder. I mean, wow. I, yeah. I, I was really amazed. And honestly, I'm not even the biggest Donovan Mitchell fan. I really respect him. I think he's a great player. But yeah. for him to do that, for me to like Ben Simmons, me on for me to like Ben Simmons more than Donovan Mitchell, Donovan Mitchell definitely deserved uh, Rookie of the Year, and I'm just I, I'm really amazed, and definitely what you're saying, Donovan Mitchell, he he he's gonna be uh, something special in the league for sure. Yeah, I think you definitely. can argue that Donovan Mitchell had more of an impact than Gordon Hayward did in Utah because of his accomplishments from this season, like. Pretty crazy what he did. Well, I respect him for sure. Well, I, I don't know. Mitchell really reminds me of like a young Dwayne Wade for sure. I think his game kind of reflects on him. Oh, yeah, it, does. A little bit, it, it does. If he could get better defense for sure. Yeah. I mean, better they're both shorter uh, guards. Yeah. Uh, I think they can, but you know what, man? Really, really athletic as well. Really underrated. Uh, really athletic yeah, as well. Yeah, and, 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 and we'll go back to his point how he had more of an impact. You could argue he had, more, he had more of an impact than Gordon Hayward. I think that's true because I really do not think that if Gordon Hayward on, Gordon Hayward was on the Utah Jazz that they would have beat the Oklahoma City Thunder. I do not yeah, think no that. There's a 0% chance. If you watch Game 5 when both of them went off, Westbrook and uh, Donovan Mitchell, like Westbrook was going off, but like it wasn't it wasn't just his night because Donovan Mitchell was giving him everything back. Like, yeah. Shot for shot. It was, it was an absolutely amazing one. For a rookie to do that, wow. I mean, that's just amazing. Yeah. I mean... I don't know. I I think that uh, he really should. He deserved MVP, uh, not MVP, Rookie of the Year. Yeah, yeah definitely. definitely. So, if out of every player in the entire NBA, is there one player you would pick to start a team? Who would it be? Any age. Any age. Anyone. Like ever? Like ever? History or yeah. like right now? No, no. Like right now, currently in this league, like oh, their age. Okay. I go with Giannis. Yeah. Giannis is good. Giannis for sure. Even though, yeah, Giannis, who would you go with? I'd probably probably take Anthony Davis just because of his defense and honestly, like, underrated for his scoring as well. He averaged 28 points last season, right? And he can shoot the three. He's only 25, I think, so he's also pretty young. And he's going to be entering his prime this season, and he's going to be in the running for MVP this year for sure. I agree sure. with you so with you... Anthony Davis. Like he's a great, he's he's an MVP caliber player. He's like, I think this is the thing with me. Um, last year, would you guys agree that they had a pretty good team? Oh yeah, I'd say, yeah. I'd say, and I think they should have. That I, was one I, of his I, best teams assembled. I think one of his I, best teams. I think. Yeah, I think until they lost Boogie, I think they I, were better with Boogie. Though. I think they're better without him. They might have seen better, but like in the playoffs, they could have used him a lot. Of know? course, I mean having a star player is having a star player, no matter yeah, what. Exactly. No matter what, I, I you know Boogie. I know he has a lot of problems off the court. You know he's not the most favorite to be around, and not the best teammate at times. I've, I mean, you know what? That's the reality of it. But dude, the guy can ball. <laughs> Let's be honest here. The guy can ball. I mean, he can shoot. He can post you up. I mean, he's really he 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 is an amazing player. And yeah, they could have used him. You're right, but. I think Anthony Davis has to. What can Anthony Davis do differently for his team to go farther than he? Like, he hasn't really done anything. Let's be honest to you. Yeah, this season going to the second round, he. I mean, both him and Giannis haven't really done much. Yeah, but I agree. Has a few years on him, right? He's still yeah. younger. Yeah, so. yeah. No, no. You know what? Like, it's like earlier what we discussed. Like Giannis, like you said, Giannis has to do something more than, you know. And I agree. Like Giannis does have to do something more, and he hasn't really proved anything of yet. 
And I think Anthony Davis and him both have to do something that they haven't really done yet. I mean, it's the same old, you go to the playoffs and you lose. Like, in the like first, I mean, even second round. I mean, that's not, can't say he's, they're the best if that's the case, right? Yeah, I mean, it was basically Anthony Davis against Golden State. And I don't think the expectations were very high at that point. I think it was basically set in stone that that series was done before it started. I don't know if they had Curry in that series, but I'm pretty sure they never. I'm pretty sure he start. He did play in that series. And and uh, towards like the uh, ending more. Yeah, I can. I'm gonna take a look right now. But I mean, both players have to prove something now and see prove that they can lead a team. Because honestly, neither of them have done much. Yeah, I agree. And, all right, and for the last topic, we're gonna just do who you guys think is gonna lead the league in like most statistical categories. So we'll start with who do you think is gonna lead the league in points per game this season. Pardeep stat? Yeah, points per game stat. Yeah. Um, Pardeep, what do you think? Pardeep? Oh, he disconnected. Oh, wow. Um, right. That's okay. We can we can just finish this off right now. We'll just do – we'll do the last couple, just you and I, and then we'll call it. Awesome. Uh, Who do I think is going to be the leading uh, points per game? Yeah. Um, I'm going to have to go with my man Giannis. I think he has a big. Yeah. I think he has a bigger load uh, to um, for the for the Milwaukee Bucks this year. We all know uh, Jabari Parker is an amazing player. Like, I mean, yeah, he is. He is kind of injury prone and everything, but he he he's a solid player, solid two way player. I mean, he can defend, he can do it all. But now that he's gone, this, it's time for Giannis to step up. No excuses anymore. I mean, Giannis has to if he wants to be considered a. a, a, a MVP, All-Star, every, you know, NBA legend. He has to take his talents to the next level. And I think this year, with him being stronger and everything, that's really going to help him. And I think he could lead the NBA, and he will lead the NBA in points per game. And the East is very weak this year, so he really has no excuse now. He should lead the league in points for sure. Yeah, I mean, he has no excuses yeah. anymore. Like, like you just said, the East is weaker. And... The only thing is players like he has Eric Bledsoe on his team. He has Chris Middleton. So yeah. he does have some pretty good scores on his team, but I think he can still do it. Yeah. But I'm going to pick Anthony Davis because last season he averaged 28 points per game with Boogie Cousins there half the season. And I think that he, now Rondo's gone too. He's going to have to step up his game. It's just him and Drew Holiday left basically. And I think he's going to play with a chip on his shoulder. And this year he has to prove something because – He's a great player, but he has to prove the ability to win. I didn't even think they were going to make the playoffs this year. You don't think so? I think it's it, it's up for grabs. It's up for grabs for sure. I think right. Anthony Davis will be playing with a chip on his shoulder this year, especially with Boogie Cousins leaving and everything. And I, I think he's an MVP caliber player. And Good luck to them. Yeah, for sure. All right, well, that's everything we have for today. Thank you so much, guys, for listening. Thanks so much for coming, Jag. And I know Party disconnected but it's nice to have you guys on the show and maybe i'll get you guys on another time oh for sure anytime man thanks for having us here it was a pleasure and everybody check out basketball underscore flash on instagram the best up-to-date news about the nba given to you peace